Welcome to Fit for Duty, Fit for Life. My name is Coach JC, and I am your coach. Each week, we bring you an inspiring, winning story, an empowering, motivating, winning word so that you can be your best and win more in life. Thank you for joining us today, and now it's time for you to be fit for duty and fit for life. All right, guys, what's going on? This is Coach JC, and you are listening to the Fit for Duty, Fit for Life podcast out at Fit First Responders and FFRonline.tv. We are super excited you're tuning in today, and we are here in Tulsa, Oklahoma at the Fit First Responders headquarters, and I am joined in studio by our guest, and you are not going to want to miss this show. I'm telling you right now, our guest is our 2017 grand champion of the Fit for Duty, Fit for Life truck challenge out in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So I'm going to introduce him just in a minute. But before we do go there, if you are a frequent listener, then you know how we roll out at FFRonline.tv. We believe just like you train your body, you can train your mind. And we kick off every podcast the same. And that is with with our Fit for Duty, Fit for Life winning confession. So if it's your first time, just bear with us or you could repeat after me and all of our first responders, you know what you got to do. Today is my day. No one will get in my way of me being the best version of me. I am here on purpose. I have a purpose. I am strong. I am passionate. I am powerful. I am unstoppable. I am a winner. I am fearless. I choose faith. And last but not least, I am fit for duty. I am fit for life. All right. So welcome once again to the Fit for Duty, Fit for Life podcast. And without further ado, I want to introduce to you our very own guest of today's show. And it is the major himself out of Sepulpa, Oklahoma, a major for the police department. His name is Mr. Michael Reed. Michael Reed, how are you, sir? Doing great, JC. Thanks for having me. Man, we are super excited to have you. And we are coming off an amazing high out here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. If you're tuning in, then you chances are you know that we like to do big challenges throughout our nation, go into cities and give away trucks. Why not? To motivate, to inspire first responders to be their best on the job and off the job. And we just wrapped up our class 1703, our 2017 truck challenge, 25 week challenge out in Tulsa, Oklahoma and the surrounding metro areas. 25 weeks, first responders came from all over the city to be fit for duty and fit for life. They showed up for workouts, the nutrition, the mental conditioning, they lost weight, they increased lean muscle, they had the mental conditioning, the dietitianary needs, the physical conditioning, everything they need to be their best on the job and off the job. And after 25 weeks, I am sitting across from our 2017 champion, the winner. Man, how does it how does it feel just to hear that that you're the champion, that you're the winner? It's pretty surreal. Hey, so real quick, Michael Reed, before we get into your story and how you did this, we had uh, just close to 500 first responders, 46 different agencies, and, and you're part of that one of the agencies, Sepulpa, 
um, and, and uh, compete to be fit for duty and fit for life. It was heated. It was it was intense. We have amazing transformations. There was probably. Man, I'd say probably 50 to 60 that we could have narrowed it down to, then to the top 15, and then to the top five, and then to you as the champion. There were so many amazing transformations, but you took home the ultimate prize, and you drove away in a brand new 2017 Chevy Silverado truck from our partners, Jim Glover Auto Group. So before we get into your story and how you did it, man, just talk to us. How does it feel, man? Like, what's the emotions going on right now? And before you go there, you are in studio, and I'm looking at uh, somebody next to you. She's she, she's beautiful. Your amazing bride, your wife by your side for the entire 25 weeks. She's not on the mic, but she's here joining us today. So we welcome your beautiful bride, Mrs. Reed, to the show as well. Yeah, this is my wife, Chris. And Chris is in the house, baby. She, she's a big part of my success in this program. You know, Absolutely. having her at home and you know her support and pushing me through, and you know times that I was ready to eat, you know something bad, and she'd be right there. Hey, don't be doing that. You like Catholic saying? school, she'd slap you with the ruler. Right. How'd that go down? Exactly. <laughs> you know, Chris, she, is that true, Chris? <laughs> Chris is over here giggling and laughing. So she had fun as well. Yeah, she did. Weeks. She sure did. So talk to us about the emotions, man. What's going on right now? We're about a week out post the big challenge. Uh, all the emotions have settled. But what, what are you feeling like right now? Well, you know, I'm just tremendously blessed, you know. It still doesn't feel real driving that pickup, you know, that it's actually mine. You know, I, I, at times I think they're, I'm going to have to take it back, you know, and give it give it back to the car lot, but, you know, it's actually mine. It's yours free and clear, but it there's is. no repo in that. It's yours. You right. own it. And you got a black, slick-looking Silverado Z71 from Jim Glover. Right. It's a beautiful truck. Love it. Awesome, man. Well, hey, let's talk about this. Emotionally, obviously, you went through a lot of emotions in 25 weeks. Um, you lost uh, some weight, uh, the physical results. So I want to start there because I think a lot of people, they get online and they look at the, the transformations. And most people obviously are visual. So if they go to our website right now at ffronline.tv or fitfirstresponders.org, I believe the banner's up and Michael's picture's there. If not, it'll be there any second, uh, any moment. It should be up. But the physical transformation, I just want you to start there. Talk to us about the 25 weeks and the physical transformation you made, weight loss, inches, pounds, strength, all that stuff, man, because it was amazing. Right. You know, for me, you know, when I first started looking at the program, you know, I was very, very out of shape, uh, very, very heavy, the heaviest I'd ever been in my life, uh, you know, just felt really lethargic and, you know, just didn't feel good. You know, and a, a friend of mine in high school, uh, Terry Sividon, he's with the Tulsa Fire Department. He went through the, the first truck challenge in 2015, and he was one of the top five finalists. And when I saw that video online on Facebook, it really got my mind thinking, you know, maybe this is something that I need to do. Because I've tried working out before, and it's just not for me. You know, I just, I never could keep myself motivated in the gym. Uh, you know, I love to eat. I love to cook. You know, I do most of the cooking at home. It's just a hobby of mine. You know, so... Uh, once I saw Terry and his video uh, of his success and the weight that he lost, you know, I contacted him and he came to the police department and sat in my office with me for a while, you know, and he, he shared his story and kind of what FFR was. And I made the decision then, you know, uh, I need to do that. That's something for me, you know, because I need that motivation. I need somebody behind me, you know, helping me along, kind of pushing me. And that's how I got introduced to it. Uh, Come on. So let's pause there for a second because you said two important things. The first thing, Terry Sividon, he was a competitor. Uh, he's a captain. Um, he's an amazing human being out in Tulsa Fire. He went through our first class 1501, our first challenge ever in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And he was a top competitor, made amazing results. 
So he, you went to high school with Terry. Right. How cool is that? And what an amazing way to pay it forward. Right. And, and I love that about what you just said, because I think a lot of times we get results in life physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, and we're so self-centered as human beings. We keep everything ourselves. And I remember the time where Terry said, JC, after it was over and he got his transformation, man, he, that guy was knocking my door down, texting me, I want to take you to this department, introduce you to this chief, this captain, trying to get everybody he knew to experience the life-changing results. Right. So Terry Sividon, if you're listening, we love you. We honor you. You're a hero, man. And thank you for doing your part. Because on the other side of your obedience is another life transformation right here sitting across from me, Major Michael Reed. And then you said something powerful. You said you're a cook. Love so I'm cook. looking at your wife. Can you cook? Yes. Can you cook Italian though? Because I'm Italian. Can you cook spaghetti and meatballs? Yeah. I, whatever you want, Stop. rather. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Come on. You're, we're in Oklahoma. You cook Southern food, fried, Kentucky fried chicken. and uh, I can outcook grandma sometimes. <laughs> Uh-oh. We're going to have a cook-off. That's right. Come on. That would be a cool fundraiser for, for FFR, a cook-off. Let's do it. I don't know. You're a police officer. You think you could outwork in the kitchen a firefighter? And I don't. I don't do cookbooks. <laughs> I don't do recipes. I, I I do it by hand. It's all scratch. it's all in my head. Bam, emerald. I love it. All right. So we're we're sitting here. We're talking about the physical transformation. Now, give us some numbers. I want to hear tangible numbers. I can see you. They can't see you right now. This is just voice. They're listening. But if they look at your picture, what are they seeing? How many inches? How many pounds? Talk to us about that. Right. Well, you know, when I started this, uh, I read right, right at 240 pounds. Uh, you know, I'm about 5'11". Uh, but by the end of it, I was down to 179. You know, so, so I lost, you know, 60 pounds, which is incredible. 60 pounds. 60 Come pounds. On, uh, you know, as far as inches, I think total inches involved was about 35 uh, you know, I've dropped close to eight pant sizes. You know, I've had wow. I've had to buy new new clothes to wear. You know, which that's isn't always a bad thing. You know, because I've got a lot of old clothes, and she's wanted me to clean the closet my closet out for a long time, and I wouldn't do it. But you're now, I, get, hey, your wife's trying to get you some new style. Yeah, but now I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to get those that old clothes out. That was a setup. That was a setup. We talked before. This right. is all setup. I don't doubt it. Well, then, I'm just read. I just want to preface this: do not be don't do not send us the invoices for your tailoring bills or your shopping bills. We've had that done before. You know, I mean, I don't want to get any invoices in the mail. How much money we're costing you now? Because we've heard that they're like, man, I made this amazing transformation i lost 60 pounds but wait a second 600 dollars later what we spent that at the mall right so 60 pounds eight inches on the waist well you know actually my my waist went down 14 inches 14 I, inches on the waist i started at my my waist at 49 and i ended at 35 get out of here what an amazing transformation wow. yeah well, I know you spent some. You spent a lot of time at the gym. You spent a lot of time at the headquarters. You know, and there's a lot of first responders listening right now that don't have that luxury. You know, and it is what it is. I mean, we're now taking FFR to other cities where we have a chapter in Oklahoma City coming. But what we did, uh, Mr. Reed, and you're very familiar with, is we have FFRonline.tv. Right. So I want to talk to the first responder for a second that's out there that says. Man, I, I, come on, Mike, Michael Reed's right there at the headquarters, man. He got to show up every single day and pay his membership due and, and have coaches coach him. We took all of that and put it online for, for the first responder in other cities. We now have over 55 agencies tuning in every day. They're given all the tools that you were given right here at the headquarters in Tulsa, Oklahoma. But talk to that first responder right now that might be listening, a firefighter, a police officer, law enforcement, medic, National Guard, that says, man, Mr. Reed, I, I don't have a Cividon in my life, a Terry Cividon. Nobody introduced me anything. I'm listening to this podcast right now, but I just don't have the motivation in life. Maybe they're like you. They've right. been on for years and they're a veteran police officer. 
Man, what, what's a word of encouragement you've given them to find that motivation they need to get started? Maybe it's physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, relationship. They need a breakthrough in life, Mr. Reed. What, did you, what, did, what was the motivation for you at that time to say, I'm going to go and do this thing? Talk to that first responder. Well, you know, for me, it was, you know, I, did, I didn't feel good. You know, I wasn't feeling good physically. And, you know, even and I didn't really realize it so much at the first that that I was actually not feeling good, you know, mentally and emotionally. I didn't realize that until the, the program went along. And then as you know, I started following the uh, the pillars of FFR, you know, I understood that there was more to it than just a physical problem that I had is I, I needed to, to also develop myself better mentally and physically and spiritually. And all that came through through the program. So, you know, again, I was not somebody that liked to work out you know i could not get motivated to get in the gym uh but it was again my friend terry Sivadon that came to me with the program and kind of sold me on it but still i was a little hesitant you know even even when i started you know because i was worried about you know being embarrassed you know because i'm not physically strong you know i was fat you know i, I just did i didn't look good and so you know <clears throat> Once I got in the program, I realized there's people of all shapes and sizes, all different physical abilities. And so you're not going to go in there, you know, and you don't have to worry about, you know, people being down on you. It's positive. All the coaches are 100 percent positive. All the other first responders are positive, you know, so just go just do it. You know, yeah, absolutely. you're not there to impress anybody. You're there to make yourself better. Absolutely. And we talk about that all the time on FFR Online. We talk about being your best. You know, I think that's the coolest thing about life is being your best is not some, uh, you know, success that you reach. I think it's a daily process. It's something that you strive for every day. And your best might be different than my best. But right. I challenge everybody listening right now. And I say, man, what is what is it that right now in life you know you could be better in? And I think so many times in life, we are given an out to live a mediocre life. Maybe it's spiritually. You know, it's okay. Don't go to church. Don't worry about it. Maybe it's physically. Well, we get caught up. We get tired. And all of a sudden, you have friends that you're around and people around say, hey, don't worry about it. And maybe it's nutrition-wise. Maybe it's mentally, emotionally. And, you know, I challenge you right now, if you're listening, there's an area of your life that you know you want to be better in, maybe achieve more, be more in. And if you're looking for that motivation, I challenge you right now to dig deep. Dig deep and try to ask yourself the same questions that Mr. Reed asked himself. And for him, it was, man, I'm sick and tired of feeling this way. And I don't think there's a better drug in life. And I tell people this all the time than self-esteem. I think when an individual doesn't feel good about who they are, they don't perform good. And I see it all the time in marriages, financially, physically, mentally, emotionally. And it stems back to not feeling good about who you are. Right. You know, so I love seeing people come to the gym, log on FFR online, lose a little weight, get the mental side just shifted slightly, start to see a different perspective and view themselves differently. And all of a sudden they look in the mirror and say, wait, I'm worth it. I can do this. And all of a sudden they're like, I just showed up to work out and I logged on to this website, but I don't know. My wife's telling me that our marriage is better or man, I'm going back to church for the first time. So there is definitely a crossover effect about being your best. And I want to dive into that. And I'm segueing to something here because you started FFR with weight loss in mind, fitness, physical transformation. You joined to get a physical transformation. But I want to talk now because you mentioned how it got you back in church, it, it, the mental side of stuff. And, you know, let's let's be real. You, you started initially, you know, uh, not in this challenge before that, about six months before. Right. You showed up, you lost some weight, but life hit. You know, and, and you quit. You didn't, you didn't finish. I don't know why, 
But let's talk about that. And then you joined back up during the truck challenge. Okay. Talk to us a little about that. Yeah. You know, after uh, I spoke with Terry Sividon and I joined, it was the uh, right after the, the 15 uh, truck challenge ended. And I spent that six months in the program and I did well. You know, I lost 35 pounds. Uh, but, you know, once that uh, 25 week challenge was up, I, I just, I quit coming. Uh, so I laid out for six months and the 35 pounds that I'd lost during the, that challenge that I was in, I gained 38 pounds back. So when this truck challenge came up, I was actually three pounds heavier than I was when I first joined FFR. You know, so it's something that, you know, if you don't stick with it, if you don't continue to do the, you know, the, the good things that you're supposed to do this for with your diet and with your working outs, you know, it's, you're going to gain all that weight back. And I proved that to myself. So what, going into this truck challenge, it's like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it right. And I'm going to keep, lose that weight and I'm going to keep the weight off. Yeah, but what I didn't realize was there was something else, you know, internally with me that I would that I didn't find during the first six months I was in it, but I found it during this truck challenge that really, you know, was a game changer for me personally. Um, you know, as as we progressed through this challenge, uh, you know, probably eight weeks in, I had lost uh, twenty pounds. Uh, you know, things were going pretty good, but there was still something that was holding me back. You know, I didn't know what that was. Uh, you know, but I hit a wall as far as my weight loss. I got stuck at a certain weight. You know, I'd gain a few pounds, I'd lose a couple. I'd gain five or six, I'd lose three or four. You know, I just couldn't not get lower. Uh, but back in February, uh, you know, going through the pillars of FFR, which I think are very important uh, to the success of the program, which is you know focus, and we need to focus on our fitness, our food, our faith, and our family. Well, now pause for a second. Because I love how you say that, and I want to stop you before you, you finish this story, because it's a powerful story, and I know where you're going with this, and we're talking about the physical leading to something else, but we have four pillars, focus, fitness, food, and family. We don't have five pillars, Well, but you always <laughs> throw that in, and how many people throw that in? And, and he threw the faith pillar in, and it's funny because we never at FFRonline.tv throw religion down anybody's throat. Right. You know, people know what we stand for, what we're about. We talk about faith. We don't talk about religion. We talk about belief and what you believe in. And here's the coolest thing about FFR is we have every, it's, it's non-denominational to Muslim, to atheist, to Christian, to Catholic. I can go down the line and talk about every uh, religion that has walked through our doors. And I tell everybody the same thing. None of that even matters to me. Right. What matters to me is that FFR is providing a place of unconditional love and acceptance, a place of hope, a place of therapy, a place where people can come and say, no matter what color you are, no matter what gender you are, no matter what you look like, no matter what your belief system is, we're going to love you as a human being first. And I think that's important for a first responder listening right now, because so many times first responders find their identity in what they do right. as a police officer, as a firefighter. And then when that, when that's taken Right or, or they don't get the promotion that they were believing for. All of a sudden, man, it hits the fan. And if you're listening right now, I want you to know that we we love treating our first responders as the heroes that you are, but as human beings first. And you know, if you're listening right now, Mike's going to jump in and talk about faith. We never say that's even a pillar. We got guys out at, at, at training sessions that at the end of training sessions get together and talk about their feelings. They pray. What? 
We got first responders that come in and say in the beginning, that's weird. That doesn't happen in agencies and departments. And that's not, how do we do that? I mean, we, that's not our personality, Mr. Reed. I mean, so was that weird when you first came in or was that something that was normal to you before we dive into the faith pillar? Talk about feelings and emotions and four pillars. Yeah, that's something that is not involved in my work life in law enforcement. <laughs> so and you, it never has been in 28 years. So was it, so. and we've, we've had, you know, Major Yates, who you know. Right. He first came in and said, this is the craziest thing. He almost quit. <laughs> He said, I came here for a workout. What are you guys talking about? You're trying to tell me about being a better husband and this and that. So in the beginning, that was weird for you. It was different, right? right? And then how did that faith pillar all of a sudden become a fifth pillar? Because we never told anybody it's a fifth pillar. But you know how many people have said that to me? It's an absolute amazing thing. It's a miracle. And I love it because that's what we stand for. We believe in faith that you can do all things. And that even the things right now that you might look impossible in your life could be turned into possible with the right belief and calling those things that are not as if they are and believing for those things that may not be seen at the moment. But how'd you just throw that pillar in? Because that's not even a pillar on a website. Well, you know, it's just, you know, the, the program is so positive. You know, all of the coaches, you know, there's never a negative word ever spoken during the program. Uh, you know, and even from the other fellow first responders, it's always positive. It's always uplifting, you know, and, and when you're being built up personally, you know, I, I have a, you know, I was saved when I was 10 years old. So I have a, you know, a history of you know being in church <clears throat> so you know it was easy for me to as far as building myself up personally as far as being fit for life you know that that's where it came in for me and you know the faith you know i'd walked away from church about eight years ago you know and looking back i, I know why i did that um, but going through the program going through the pillars uh, i made the decision i think it was god at the time tugging at my heart to, to go to church and my parents go to victory christian center and so i'd made the decision back in february i'm going to go to church with my parents uh, you know i'd been there before but not very many times and you know i got into church and you know pastor paul doherty you know his message that day was about the power of forgiveness and you know now i know that you know god was pulling me to church because he had that message prepared for me you know because he knew that my heart needed that uh, i had held a lot of bitterness and anger you know, in my heart for somebody in my past. And I'd held on to that, you know, like it was a trophy of mine. I was almost like I was proud of it. I didn't want to let it go. <clears throat> you know, I, that really affected me and affected all areas of my life. It affected my work life. It affected my personal life. You know, it affected my relationship with my wife now. And, you know, she probably didn't realize it, but, you know, looking back, me personally, I, I know that it, it affected it. Uh, but anywho, the, you know, after hearing that message, um, the power of forgiveness, you know, I was that day, that very day, I was able to let that go for that person in my past. And, you know, that really changed my outlook on everything. And I was almost like I could physically feel the, the weight of that burden lifted off of me, you know. So it was not just a spiritual relief, but it was a literal physical relief to get rid of that bitterness out of my heart. And once I did that, you know, I talked earlier about hitting a wall and not being able to really keep going in this last physical challenge but once i found that forgiveness you know things just really fell into place for me you know my diet dialed in you know i was really paying attention to you know my workouts and the weight just started melting off of me man that is an amazing story and i'm grateful that you're being transparent and vulnerable and sharing that right now because i honestly believe that things happen for a reason and i'm sitting across from you right now and you know, I want to give a shout out to a few other individuals, our, our top 15, our, our top five. I mean, Kyle Zigafoos, Tony Gillespie, you know, all these guys 
that made amazing transformations that could have drove away in the truck. But I was thinking about it as you're sitting here telling that story, and I said, man, you know, I think I believe that all things work together for good and things happen for a reason. And, and here's what I mean by that. I believe your story is powerful and that people need to hear that message. In the age that we live in today, there's so many reasons and things and trials and tribulations that create you know, this animosity, this bitterness, this unforgiveness in people's hearts. And people sometimes have no idea why they are not being their best, what's holding them back. And they say, Coach JC, man, I feel like there's a weight on my life. I just can't get ahead. Like you said earlier, I don't know why. I just, I couldn't get that breakthrough. And we actually talk about this in my book. We talk about this as one of our themes out at FFR and FFR Online. And we say, let it go. And I don't know if that happened before, you know, if that week was before you went to church, during, after, but you remember that week. Yes. And we challenge the first responders and we say, we, we put a quote up that says, only the strong know the difference between giving up and letting go. Letting go. And you might be listening right now and you say, Coach JC, man, well, what, are you, what are you getting into here? You have no idea how I was done wrong and the last job, how I was done wrong in the last marriage, what happened in a financial situation, somebody ripped me off or this or that. We all have opportunities every single day that we could allow bitterness to creep in. And it's like, it's like this little cancerous thing that we don't understand. We don't forgive. And then all of a sudden it grows, it grows, it grows, it grows. And 5, 10, 20 years later, we're, we're physical, physically sick, mentally sick, emotionally sick. And the stem and the root of it is unforgiveness. And I can't tell you how many times, Mr. Reed, that I've talked to individuals, not only first responders, that have dealt with this situation that you expressed today. Sitting here saying, man, I don't know what it was until I went there and all of a sudden it felt like a weight was lifted and I was able to forgive and then my life just started going the right direction. Right. So I believe that people out there right now need to hear that story and I want you to talk to them about that because letting it go is not always easy. It's not easy. You know, like I said, it was, you know, I felt like that my, my anger and my bitterness, it was a righteous anger, you know, because I was done wrong. You know, at least in my mind, and I held on to that, you know, and it was a daily thing, you know, for a long time, I, I thought about it day after day after day. And it was a choice that I made to, you know, to hang on to that bitterness. And I didn't have to, you know, I could have let that go a long time ago. But, you know, in our self-righteousness, you know, you know, we feel like that we need to hang on to that. But, you know, and just let it go, you know, because I didn't realize, you know, going through the, the last eight years, just how much it affected me in a negative way. And it was a choice that I made to start with to hang on to that negativity. And I didn't have to live that the last eight years like I did. But I chose to because I felt righteous in it. You know, but, I, you know, when I finally let go of it, you know, the, again, the physical and the mental, spiritual feeling of relief, of releasing that burden from me, really was incredible you know to and especially i think what hit me the most was the physical i it, it felt like a weight you know a 50 pound bag of dog food being lifted off my chest you know it's huge it, it was huge for me you know and i think it'd be huge for anybody if you have that that bitterness and that anger and we all do we've all had people in our lives that that do things to us that we don't like you know just you know there just comes you just got to let it go just let go of it and, you know, move on with your life. Because when you let that person that affected you negatively keep, you know, keep your mind in a negative place, they're winning. You're, yeah. you're letting them continue to get at you. And I did that for eight years. 
That's so. unbelievable. So eight years you lived with the unforgiveness in your heart that you say was keeping you caught up. I mean, you knew there was something weighing you down. Did you know what it was? Well, you know, I didn't. I didn't realize that that's what it was. You know, because again, I that that was mine. That was my anger. That was my bitterness. And you know, it was just it was who I was for eight years. You know, and so I didn't correlate that that was really what was holding me down, you know, mentally as well as physically. Yeah. Well, it's during that week, you know, we always like to give people tangible action steps. You know, people say, well, Michael Reed, I'm listening to you right now, man, and that's a great story, but you have no idea what I've been through. And I'm just going to reiterate what you just said in a different way. Basically, don't allow something that you can't control any longer to control you. Right. And that's what it does a lot of times, the bitterness, the anger. You know, and there might be a first responder listening right now that's saying, because we've seen it. This is a powerful week out at FFR. And I don't remember what week it is. I think it's 12 or 13 where we talk about letting it go. And we challenge first responders to in a three-step process. The first thing is about forgiveness. The first thing is, hey, you know what? You got to go to God and ask God for forgiveness. The second step is forgiving yourself. And the third step, and sometimes it's just as hard as forgiving yourself, is going to that person asking for forgiveness. And it's during that time and that week that we see so many breakthroughs in first responders' lives because they might have gone to a previous relationship and somebody that hurt them in a, in a previous marriage and say, listen, I wasn't done wrong. I felt righteous, right? I felt like I, I was right. I was, uh, why, why should I go and apologize? And we challenge him at that time, Mr. Reed, to go and say, you know what? I just want to let you know that I forgive you. I'm releasing you. And you know what? I need you to forgive me because I've been holding on forgiveness towards you in my life. And when you say that to somebody that knows you didn't do them wrong, they think you're absolutely crazy. Right. They're like, what is going on right now? Is a rapture coming? Like, what is he talking about? I know you didn't do me wrong, my great, but all of a sudden you're not doing it for them. You're doing it for you. And all of a sudden right. it frees you. But you know, Mr. Reed, I also heard, uh, you know, that, that some people say that's not, that's, that's easier than sometimes forgiving yourself. And a first responder might be listening right now that's living with past guilt, shame, condemnation, hurt from a previous relationship, something that happened to them in life that they actually made a mistake. They actually did something to cause the bitterness, the unforgiveness, and they're living with the guilt, the shame. And I just want to tell you right now that you're a hero listening. The world needs what you have. No longer starting today like Michael Reed, our champion here, our 2017 champion. No longer will you be controlled by something you cannot not control. Man, such a powerful word. I'm looking at your wife right next to you, smiling, all giggly. I mean, how do you how do you keep your hands off of him? Yeah, she's giggling. Yeah, he's smiling over here. Don't get keep, don't get all hot and bothered up in here. We're in the studio right now. Don't let it get crazy. But hey, um, before we do close this out, man, I do have a word that came to me as you were saying something that I want to give to the first responders today, just a quick word of encouragement. But what are your, obviously you're, you're still going strong, yes, right? You're, you're in the gym. What are your next goals for Mr. Michael Reed to be fit for duty and fit for life? Talk to me. Well, the ultimate goal is to look like Coach JC. Yeah, baby. In, in, the, in the physical sense. So, you know, I'm off to a good start, but yeah, that's, you know, I've got just a little bit more weight that I want to lose, but I want to gain a lot more muscle, um, you know, so that, that's the goal. You know, I'm, I'm 50 years old, so uh, I'm not a spring chicken anymore. It's going to take a little bit extra effort, you know, to, to get the muscles growing and keep it going. So, but I'm ready to do it. I'm excited about it. 
you're on it, you're in it. I love that about life. You know, I, I always challenge people, once you reach once you, once you reach a goal in life, don't stop there. Set a new goal, have a new dream, a new goal, a new ambition. So any closing thoughts before I, I close this podcast out today? We're so grateful for you to join us. Amazing transformation. We congratulate you right now, not only in Tulsa, Oklahoma, but all of the FFRonline.tv family, over 55 agencies nationwide. Tune in and listen in to our Tulsa, Oklahoma grand champion. They never know. We might be coming to their city next. So right. Get ready. Get ready. Somebody's listening. They want a truck right now, baby. <laughs> but give us some closing thoughts from the man, the myth, the legend, our 2017 champion of the Fit for Duty, Fit for Life truck challenge in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Michael Reed. Talk to us. Any closing thoughts? Yeah, well, I want to just encourage all the first responders out there, you know, police, fire, EMS, National Guard. You know, if you're thinking about doing this, you know, stop thinking about it and do it. Just, Just go and do it. You know, I promise you, you're going to like it. Uh, you know, I was not a uh, workout guy. I hated to work out. I hated to run. You know, why do I want to breathe heavy and, you know, maybe throw up? <clears throat> you know, but hey, you know, I stuck with it. I did it. You know, and there's there's so much encouragement. You know, and if you have questions, you know, call me at the police department. Mike Reed, Sepulpa Police. You know, just call me. Call the police department. Ask for me. I will, I will tell you everything you want to know about it. You know, I will go with you the first day if you want. Uh you know, you just have to make that first choice, you know, that first time to go. And I promise you're going to love it. Awesome, man. We're so grateful for you. We're grateful for your wife and all of the first responders out there listening. I mean, everybody, every, besides every great man's a great woman. And a lot of times I don't believe the spouses of first responders get enough appreciation right. and value. Man, we just have to hang out with you about what one hour a day for five days a week she spends 24 hours with you so come on girl i'm giving you a lot of credit we see mr michael reed in the gym come on baby (laughs) so we're grateful once again this is michael reed our special guest of the day you are listening to fit for duty fit for life podcast before i do let you go i have a quote that i want to close with today booker t washington once said this i have learned that success is to be measured not so much by the position that one has reached in life as by the obstacles which one has overcome while trying. I don't know what you're dealing with right now if you're listening, but chances are you're the finest, the bravest, the baddest, the toughest, and you deserve to be your best. You might be walking through it right now. You might be going through hell right now, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, on the job, off the job, the obstacle, the trial, the tribulation. And I just want to encourage you today to just shift your focus. That's one of our pillars that Mr. Reed mentioned earlier is focus. And when we talk about focus, what you desire is what you focus on. What you focus on is what you go and get. And so many times, Mr. Reed, We stay focused on the obstacle, the trial, the tribulation, the unforgiveness, the guilt, the shame, the debt, the the physical ailment, whatever it may be, what the chief did us, the mayor, all the trials that go on in life. You know, life's not fair. Life's not unfair. Life's what you make of it. And if you're listening right now, I just want to challenge you to choose to focus on opportunity. Don't focus any longer on the situation, the circumstance, the trial, or the tribulation that you might be facing right now in life, but focus on the opportunity. It's a choice to say, you know what? I'm going to view this a little differently. I'm going to choose to focus as an opportunity. I'm not going to focus on what's wrong, but I'm going to focus on what is right. I'm going to focus on being a winner, a champion. And winners choose to see every situation, the good or the bad, even the challenges, as opportunities to win. Even the hardships, even the challenging, difficult times to say, you know what? I need that situation in my life because it's going to build me and build character so that I could be who God called me to be. The bigger the fight, the bigger the victory, baby. This is Coach JC with Fit for Duty, Fit for Life podcast. Once again, we thank our guest, 
Mr. Michael Reed, our champion at Sepulpa, a major with the Sepulpa Police Department. Man, Sepulpa must be proud of you, my man. And once again, I just want to challenge you to get over to FFRonline.tv. Log on today. Remember, this is a nonprofit. We do what we do and we fundraise to provide you, to, to you the tools to be fit for duty and fit for life. You can hit us up on all the cool social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That's about all we play with here at FFRonline.tv. And you know what time it is. We end every podcast the same, Major. It's time to honor those that deserve to be honored. And it is time to recognize those that deserve to be recognized. So if you're listening today and you are law enforcement, police officer out there serving our cities, you are the finest. And we just want to say thank you from the bottom of our heart at FFRonline.tv. Our firefighters, we love you. Thank you for pointing out the fires. You are the bravest. And to all of our National Guard, our heroes, our military, and our medics out there, thank you. To all of you that put your life on the line every single day to protect our streets, we honor you and we thank you today. Once again, this is Coach JC, and I want to thank you for listening to the Fit for Duty, Fit for Life podcast, FFRonline.tv, and we'll get at you next time. Thank you for joining us today, and thank you for doing your part to be fit for duty and fit for 